This week on the show, our pop culture references, we talk about the game The Resistance and fortune cookies. It's October 2022, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Linnea, and I'm joined by my co-host, Evan. That's me. And Brian. Hello. Okay, so who wants to give a pop culture news thing first? Uh, my pop culture reference for this week is that Andor is now out. I don't know what that is. Yep, if you don't know what Andor is, it's basically another Star Wars show. Another one? Except this time, apparently there's going to be no Jedi or no Force users. <gasps> it's just going to be set in the world and about Andor, who is apparently part of Rogue One. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen the sh- the first episode because that's out, but not the movie. But yeah, the first episode is cool. What do you think about it, Dad? I enjoyed it. It's a bit of a slow burn. The first episode, there's just a lot of stuff being set up, so yeah. it doesn't feel like much happens. A lot happens in the episode, but it just doesn't feel like that. It feels kind of fast. One review I read said the first three episodes should have just been two episodes. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm certainly interested in watching more. So, yeah, we can probably watch it and review it sometime. I bet it'll be fun. Who's going next? You know what I found out? What did you find out? They're making an Inside Out 2. <gasps> Inside Out 2? Really? Mm-hmm. It's so good. Uh, in the works. It's coming out in June 2024, I believe. So good they had to make a second one. Wow, I hadn't heard that at all. That's a surprise. Mm-hmm. Neat. So is it is it still Riley? I think so. Yeah, I don't know. There's... Not there's very little known about it. Okay, it's just been announced. All right. Hmm. I'm always leery when they make sequels because I think I think their best work is just their original ideas. Mm-hmm. For example, The Incredibles is probably one of my favorite superhero movies, but Incredibles two, eh, it didn't really do much for me. I agree with that most times. There are a few ones that are that it's good. Like for example, the Shrek series. Mostly all those are good. Why do you watch Shrek? Wow, speak for yourself. <laughs> you obviously didn't listen to our How to Train Your Dragon episode, did you, Evan? I like Shrek movies. Why? Because I I've seen them recently, just because. <laughs> because. That's okay. We're just teasing you. You can like what you want. It would just be better if it wasn't Shrek. Don't take it personally. So my news is that there is a movie coming out on Netflix on October 19th called School for Good and Evil. Have you heard about this? <gasps> I read that book once. Oh, I was just going to ask you if, mm-hmm. if you had read it. I So it's based on a series of books, and you've read it, huh? Yeah, I read the first one. Did you like the book? Yeah. Yeah, the, the way you said that <laughs> makes it sound... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. You don't... I mean, we should watch the show, then I'll tell you okay. my thoughts on the book. <laughs> All right, yeah. No, I, I intend to watch it. It looks... I thought it had a very cool concept when I read the book. Okay. Yeah, I don't know much about it. I I saw a trailer. It, it looks vaguely interesting. It feels like a... Kind of almost like a teen soap opera from the way the trailer looks. Mm. I guess I'm not quite sure what to expect. If it's like a teen soap opera Harry Potter school of wizardry or something... I could be totally off. It's very different from Harry Potter. Okay, yeah. There's a lot more drama. Okay, that's good to know. (laughs) 
All right, so moving on, we're going to be talking about a board game called The Resistance. The Resistance is a game of secret identities, deduction, and most importantly, deception. The game takes place in a dystopian world where there is a small group of rebellion fighters resisting against a powerful and corrupt government. However, government spies have managed to infiltrate the Resistance and are attempting to sabotage their missions. When you start the game, you will be given a role. You will either be a Resistance fighter trying to successfully complete missions, or a government spy trying to secretly mess up their plans. The game is for 5 to 10 players and lasts 30 minutes on average. What was your guys' reactions the first time you played the game? I was the one who saw it. Me, me and Linnea first saw it when we were at the Mall of America, and we decided to get it because it looked interesting. Well, I'd actually played another version of it before called Avalon, I think. It's basically the exact same game, but like a fantasy version. But yeah, I, I think it's really interesting. I like how it's basically just Among Us, but a board game. Mm-hmm. I find this whole story that they use pretty interesting. And I like all the characters. They look nice. So this game comes with some character cards. Do the characters really come into play? Like, do they need names? or? I'm just wondering, because you hand out characters at the beginning, and I read that description online. Oh, it has these characters. But when we've played... I mean, I guess I could really care less about the characters. Like, they didn't they didn't really seem to matter that much. No, I don't I... think that they do. <laughs> okay. I was just wondering, because, yeah, you, you get handed a card, and it has someone's picture and a name on it, but it's not like there's a backstory or Wait, they have... Wait, there's a name, too? Oh, maybe they don't even have a name. <laughs> I... No, no they it's don't. just a picture of okay. a person. Yeah, it's just a picture. It's just every card has a picture of a somewhat angsty-looking person on it. <laughs> I, I like it. I have to say, right off the bat, I had this game switched in my head. For some reason, I thought the resistance was the spies and they were resisting the government. <laughs> so in my head, it was it was the opposite. So when I was reading the description of the game this afternoon, I was it was kind of like mind blown. Like, oh wait, I, in my head, it was totally the opposite. <laughs> wait, you thought the good guys were the government? <laughs> well, no, I thought the good guys were the resistance and that they were the ones who were foiling the government's plots each time. Oh. But it, but the game is actually the good guys are the resistance and the government mm. is foiling their plots all the time. Yeah. I guess when we first played it, I must have misunderstood what you were saying. Because I thought, oh, yeah. so whenever I was the person who had to foil the plot, I thought, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm the resistance. I'm <laughs> spoiling their plot. No, you're just the corrupt government. So my big question of the game is, to me, it feels like the spies, or so in this case, the government, it feels like the spies have a real easy time of winning the game. Does it feel like that to you too, or is it just? It can the... feel like that, but like I mean, every time we play, it's usually like fifty-fifty, like who wins. Yeah, if you like really know the person well, then it should be pretty easy for either the resistance or the spies, depending on how well you know the person mm-hmm. and what role you have. But if you don't really know it, you're just like playing it with your friends or something, and you have never really played a game like this, then. It's pretty easy, or like 50-50. So for those who've never played, do you, do you two want to describe what a typical round is like, just to give people an idea? Well, what a typical round is like is someone is the commander, they choose two or three people who they tr- really trust to go on this mission, and then everyone votes on if the people chosen are the right people to go on the mission. So like if you 
think someone, one of the people chosen as a spy, you'd be like, no, I don't want them to go. But if majority wins, then they go on the mission. And then once the mission happens, if they're good guys, then they're all going to make sure the mission succeeds. But if it's a spy, the spy can play the mission fail card. And if even one spy plays a mission fail card on a mission, then it automatically fails. And I think on the version we played, there is five missions, I believe. So, yep. yeah, if it was... Three out of five spies, like, and the spies won, then, you know, spies win. <laughs> so the game has five rounds. Mm-hmm. Are there more rounds in when I you have... I think when there's more people, there's maybe, like, seven. Okay. I'm not sure. I haven't so looked at them. So seven to five rounds. And each round goes pretty quick. You deal out cards. Everyone gets a yes and no card. But if you're a good person, you can only play the good card, right? If you're a spy, you can choose to play either a good card or a bad card for the mission. Yep. Yeah, yep. I'm, I'm waiting for agreement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and again, now these missions, it, it's not like you actually do anything on the missions. It's just putting cards in the center of the table. Mm-hmm. And you put in the cards face down. And we've sort of done this blind thing where you got to shuffle the cards around because cause if you just pick up the cards straight and you were watching who put which card where, you would know instantly who the spy is. So I don't think the instructions say anything like that, do they? No. I don't think. Yeah. So, yeah, we started this thing where you just got to shuffle the cards before you look at them to determine whether the mission succeeds or fails. Each round also, there is a main control person who every round they get to pick who goes on the mission. If they pick a spy, the spy can either choose good or bad. So if it seems like, oh, it's just going to be easy, just the spy picks bad every time, the person can choose. So another thing about this game is that both spies know who the other spy is, correct? Yes, so at the beginning of the game, all players will close their eyes, and the two spies will open their eyes and look at each other so they know who they are. Then everyone will close their eyes again, and then they'll open their eyes, and no one will know. So if there's a mission where both spies get picked, that could be trouble because if they both put in a fail, then everyone would know, oh... They're both the spies, but mm-hmm. if, if they both decide, oh, maybe the other one's going to put in fail, and they both put in succeed, then the, the mission might succeed. Yeah, so there has to be some kind of unspoken interactions going on. <laughs> like, I don't know, there's this one time me and Dad were the spies, and I was like, I was just staring at him, because, like, we were going to win. I wasn't on the mission, but he was, and in order for us to win, he had to put down the mission fail card, but for some reason, he was just standing there looking at his cards. Like, you wouldn't put it in. I don't remember that. <laughs> you just looked so confused. And I, I was just kept repeating the rules, like, if we get even one mission fail, then the spies win. <laughs> Maybe I was just trying to psych out the other people we were playing with. <laughs> so we've we've played this game a few times with five people. Have you played with more people, Linnea? No, I have not. I've what? only played with uh, us and mom and grandma. I think for four people, it would be really... Kind of awkward because five. No, you can't play with four people. I mean, t- ten people, which is the max. Mm. It would be kind of weird. I did play the other version of this game at school once with my friends when there was like eight people. How was that? I don't remember. It was a long time ago, but it was pretty fun from how I remember it. There, there would be a lot of talking over each other if there was ten people. Well, yeah, and also it was a group of like seventh graders, so pretty chaotic. Who here would you think is the best at the game? 
Uh, dad. Yeah, I was going to say that, too. <laughs> but after that, I think it's me. Okay. <laughs> Fine. I'll take that. Yeah, I think you and mom are, like, both tied like behind me and dad. I literally figured out that you were this spy immediately one round, though. No, you didn't. I wasn't actually the spy that round. No. Well, I, I well you did, and then and then like throughout the game, you suddenly became convinced I wasn't a spy, and then you didn't know I was a spy until right at the end when I revealed it. But I did figure out that you were a spy pretty quickly. But then you immediately were like, "Oh no, sorry, I was wrong." Oh yeah, and you knew the spy every time on air. Yeah, but I was able to figure it out because I know the rules. You knew the spy every time when you thought that it was mom and grandma when it was me and dad. <laughs> that was because I just didn't remember the rules. No, I remembered the rules, but I didn't remember who was chosen on the round. Oh, Anyways, yeah, sure, Lanae, sure. Uh, the box says it's for ages 14 and up. Do you guys agree with that? I feel like the only reason that it's 14 and up is because there's guns. Yeah, there are these little cards that have guns on them that you just give them to the people going on the missions. And I don't feel like that's a good reason. You can still have them and it would you can only have like 12 up. If you take them away, then you can probably have like 8 or 9. Yeah, I'd say 9 or up would be fine playing this game. I think they'd enjoy it. Yeah, I'm wondering how much you really need that gun icon. It, it well, almost seems I mean, like I it's think so... that's why there's the other version, because it's more like a PG version. Oh, okay. I mean, because by the time you hand it out, people have already pretty much decided what they're going to do, and then you just... Yeah, you don't really need that card in the first yeah. place. Yeah, it just seems like an unnecessary step or card. Like, if anything, it just adds, like, a minute or two of, like, dealing them out and right. playing them back. Yeah, so as far as the game goes, though, it comes in a nice box. It's small, it's portable. There's no dice or anything. It's just it's just cards that you hand out. There's one small little board which has some numbers on it, one through five, and just shows the different missions. And there's a chip that you put on whether the the mission succeeded or failed. So yeah, I'd say it's a pretty good game. I really like it. I like that people don't get out. It's not like someone loses and has to sit out for the rest of the game. I also like that everyone gets a turn being the leader. Yeah. I really like the deduction, how, like, you need to figure out p- what people do. Like, for example, Dad is always just silent. When when he's a de- when he's a spy, he's always just pretty silent for a while. When, when he's not, he's still a bit silent, but he's more talkative since he's trying to figure it out. <laughs> and Linnea, whenever we figure out who, like, <laughs> whenever at the start... We have to figure out who the spies are. If Lene is the spy, she'll look at the person and she'll giggle a bit. <laughs> so I that know only that. happened like one time. Because you, you looked at me like a second too long and then I felt uncomfortable. So I started laughing really hard. And, laugh- and even then you didn't realize I was the spy. No, you left at the start when like the spies were. Well, I did that to trick people into thinking I was the spy. And you were. No, I wasn't. But I that- just thought it would be funny. All right. Anyway. Uh, any other questions or comments? You about guys the game? prefer being a spy or being a resistance? I really like being the spy because then you have something to hide from everybody. Nobody knows who you are, and you have to like work with the other spy in secret. When I when I was spy with Grandma, I kept trying to tell her, "Oh no, don't vote for this mission, or we'll fail." It was very fun trying to like communicate things secretly. Yeah, I also prefer being the spy. And it's just fun to be evil sometimes. Yeah, I agree. I like being the spy. 
Yeah, for sure. I got spy a lot when we played. I mean, it's kind of like playing Among Us. Every time you see the little imposter icon, you're like, ooh. Yeah. Do you guys have a specific strategy you like to use? Um, Just always take the lead, no matter what. Try and figure out who the spy is, even if you're the spy. Don't be afraid to put your accusations out there, because maybe someone else agrees. But at the same time, don't put your accusations out there, because then people who know what you're thinking of accusing... What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Be be sneaky. (laughs) Be sneaky. Okay, there you go. People don't know what thinking of your accusing. Dad, do you have a strategy? My strategy is to win at all costs. Cool. That's, yeah. How would you guys rate this game? I'm going to give it an 8.5 because I really like it. I like the story. I like how it plays. And I like the way that you get to interact with people because of it. It's a great game, and I would recommend it for sure. I think I'd give it an 8.5 too. Like, I do wish it had a version for maybe four people, because, like, I don't know, most of the time I only hang out in groups of four people for some reason. Like, it's very rare that I'm hanging out with a group of a lot of people. And yet, there are a lot of unnecessary, like, icon card things that we could probably get rid of. But I really like it, because it's... Like another one of those like Among Us Mafia type games that I really enjoy because it's all about lying to people. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it an 8 out of 10. I think it's a fun game. It's enjoyable. Like I said, it's pretty portable. Uh, yeah, I guess like Linnea said, you need five people. So I think it's a fun game. And if you have some time, check it out. Now on to Fortune Cookies. I was about to say pop culture reference. What the? <laughs> no, I've already no, passed that. No, it's on two fortune cookies. Woo! My fortune this week is a smile is your passport into the heart of others. That's really sweet. I've never heard that one before. Mine is utilize what you have been given, which kind of works with this game. Mine is as soon as you feel too old to do a thing, do it. Is that an omen that I should go trick-or-treating this year? I guess. (laughs) Alright, thanks for listening to this episode of Lunchbox Reaction. You can find us on the web at lunchboxreaction.net, on Twitter at lunchboxreaction, and um, I'm Linnea. Bye. I'm Evan. Bye. And I'm Brian. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next week at the lunch table.